Welcome back to the Bad Bounds Podcast. Today we have Nico Mendoza and Austin Amaya returning because Kyle De Silva is currently in Thailand. And we talk golf for a full hour. So if you love golf, this is the podcast for you. But first, here is Harry Styles. Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast. Today we have Nico Mendoza, who's returning, as well as Austin Maya, because Kyle's in Thailand. Amongst other things, the Silicon Valley Bank just crashed down. The Oscars, everything, everywhere, all at once. Some big Asian show on. John Moran is a criminal. The NBA race is getting toxic. Aaron Rodgers is a jet. Baseball is now fast, but one thing stays the same. Scotty Shuffler stays winning. An unbelievable performance. First in strokes gain off the tee. First in strokes gain approach. 48th in putting, which do you think would he would probably be the best at? Guys, is Scotty Shuffler the best player in the world? No doubt about it. Yep. Nico? 100%. Nico, you got to go talk into the mic. 100%. Over Rory? Like right now or in general? In general. Is he the best player uh. in the world? Is he talent-wise the best player? I don't, I don't want to say. I don't care what the rankings say. I don't. Care if he's the number one player in the world right now. Is I mean, he the best I mean, golfer in the world? If you take Rory at his best. Nico Mendoza, is he the best golfer in the world? Yeah, he's number one in the world. Nico, no. Is, <laughs> is he the best golfer yes, in the world? Yes, he's the best golfer in the you world. Think, so, Nico Mendoza, you have to talk into the mic. He's the best golfer in the world. Austin Maya? He's the best golfer in the world. Tee to green. Uh, tee to green really is all that matters if you want to become the best golfer in the world. Putting does matter a little bit, but Scotty Scheffler has clearly shown that if you can be the best tee to green, you'll be up at the top every week. So he's better tee to green than Rory? Without a doubt. Yeah, it's what, not even close. And what makes you think that? Because like Max Homo will continuously be like, you don't have to drive the ball like Rory McIlroy. He clearly has just a pure love for Rory McIlroy's driving skills. But what makes Scotty Scheffler better tee to green golfer? I think because he hits. I mean, he hits both shots, like and low, low, high. Like Rory doesn't do that. Does Scotty really hit every shot though? I think he does. He kind of sticks to a cut and it just kind of well, goes low or high. He never the cut. That's his go-to shot. But like, I feel like he can hit every shot. Yeah, he definitely. Like low, low shot, can. low cut, low draw. He does that with the driver. Like Rory, he's kind of doing that. He's kind of getting that low cut. Kind of gets him in trouble though. Yeah. You should probably just I stick think it, with him. I think him. it messes up his swing. Like where that Scotty, it doesn't mess up his swing yeah. really. Yeah, because Scotty doesn't have a swing. Yeah, I think That's if uh, <laughs> if J- if Rory had the the driving, uh, I don't know, you really know a word for it, but like how JT can kind of change up heights and change up curves like a lot off the tee. If Rory can do that, I think it would make him a much better. I mean, it's hard to say a much better player. I mean, because he's one of the best players in the world. But I think it'll take his game to the next level where he can compete uh, on every golf course because I don't think he can compete on every golf course with just his high bomb draw. It's interesting because right now he is really struggling with the driver the most, whereas usually that's kind of his strength. But I think Scotty is way better with the wedges. Oh, yeah. Oh, with, without a doubt. Right now, statistically, it's actually kind of close because I think Rory's, that's kind of all Rory's got. But 
in general, Scotty can do everything with a wedge. So T to green, which is that's included, right? Like hitting the sixty yard shots and hundred yard shots and not spinning off chipping the planet. too, chipping too, yeah. super like yeah. chips in left and right. It's interesting those like Texas guys. They kind of have that tie spinner. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah. Where they like him and Jordan both. They kind of like stab yeah. at it. Comes out low and hot. Yep. Yeah. They can spin it. They all spin it like hard. But everyone's like, like Rory doesn't spin it hard, really. Ooh. Yeah, because like Jordan, rip it. Jordan hits like that stabby shot too. Yeah, like tie spinner, almost like. Yeah, he kind of hits that stab low checker, which is like against what everyone teaches. But those Texas guys, they kind of have to with that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but even John Rom, where where do you rank? I mean, clearly there's a power three right now. Right. Between Scotty Scheffler, John Rom, and Ray McIlroy. Right. Rank them. I think there's more variance in John Rahm and Rory than there is Scotty. I think Scotty plays very well week to week, and I think uh, John Rahm and Rory are a little more streaky. Um, I just don't think their ball striking can, competes with Scotty Scheffler's, um, that's, and that's the reason he, they're a little bit more streaky than uh, Scotty. Yeah, it's, it, it is interesting because – Probably three weeks ago, we would have probably said John Rahm <laughs> is probably the best golfer That's in the world. True. Would you agree? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was hot. He I mean, was hot. When Rahm's right hot. After he won at Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. And he looked unbeatable. <laughs> yeah. But he also, I mean, a big part of that win, I feel like, is that big putt he made on, I think it was 14, the par three. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't make that, like, 80-footer, I mean – the tournament could have ended differently. So I mean that's I mean that's almost a difference in tournament winners every week. Someone just pulls off like they'll hole out a shot or chip a shot in at a crucial time. I mean Scotty was chipping shots in all day on Sunday and all week really. So that's why I think why he won by so much. Well it was also interesting like he he was forty eighth in putting. There's a world in which he could have won like and by the eye test yeah let's, let's backtrack. That Riviera event, eye test wise, John Rom I don't think looked great in the last round. Would you guys agree? Uh, I mean, he had the lead going to Sunday, right? Yeah, he had the lead going to Sunday. Max kind of made an early charge. That's right. Max didn't have the Max didn't have it eye test either. He almost hit in the bathrooms on one. <laughs> That's like ninety left. Uh, that looks actually kind of easy to do. No, the bathrooms <laughs> yeah. are pretty close. I used that those bathrooms; they're not too far. Yeah, off it is way. pretty downhill, so I guess. So, yeah, he almost it's hit in the bathroom. Pointed towards those bathrooms. It is. No, it, like all right, all right. That's fair. But yes, but, you're right. And then also those guys on. Were a little off. 11, 12, one of those holes, he was, like, way left down in the goalie, tried to hit, like, a cut seven-wood out of the rough, then yada, yada. Like, he didn't he, – he said it in the interview, too, when he started crying, where he was like, I just didn't have off the tee today, John Rahm's unbeatable, yada, yada. But I test-wise, he didn't quite have it. I thought even this event – what did you guys think about Scotty I test-wise? As far as – Sunday. How did he look Sunday? I mean, he looked good. Uh, obviously, the putting was a little off, but the the in, the start was shaky. Yeah, the start was shaky. That's what I like about him. He can be a little shaky. He's kind of like Spieth in that way. He can be a little shaky, but yeah. then he like he just has more shots, so he kind kind of gets away with it. Yeah, after three holes, he was tied for the lead. By hole eleven, he had a five shot lead and still made birdie on the next two holes. Right. Well, yeah, that was, yeah I think he birdied like five or six. He birdied thirty five in a row, yeah. which takes some balls yeah. to do it. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, because Minmu, I mean. He was he like that. That's what could happen. Yeah, I feel like to Scotty. Two Scotty's ball striking and those like five birdies in a row. I think he only made one putt like outside fifteen feet. Yeah. Everything else was like just tapping, tapping, tapping. He, I mean, he was kind of going through an easier stretch on the golf course. You could say where there's more par fives, shorter, sure. shorter par fours. So 
Yeah, I'm not saying. So yeah, by no means am I saying the course is easy, yeah. but in the, in the stretch that Scotty like had his little run of birdies, yeah. you know, I think everyone was birding like the 12th or 11th hole, whatever that drivable par four was. Right. Right. Um, I mean, he hit. I don't know what Minwoo was doing on nine with that layup. Yeah. That was uh, putting himself. I mean, Scotty laid it up perfect. Right. And I mean, I don't know if Scotty was like you'd consider that a layup, but. Minwoo laid it like 60, 70 yards back to a back pin. I exactly, mean, on the left. That'd be like, fine to a front pin, but yeah, I mean, laying that far back to a back pin, I mean, what was he doing? Considering he probably had the perfect club to get there. Yeah, he mean, I don't know He's if he could, that all week. Right? Can he not hit like five wood over the tree or three wood over yeah, the trees? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, what, yeah. I don't know why he didn't, uh, what he was thinking there. Oh yeah, Nico has a hot take. Go, Nico. Grab the mic. Yeah. Um, hot take. Love Minwoo. But he's he's kind of a bitch because he, cause he <laughs> can't just, can he you, can't hit driver. He did struggle. You know that's what he I can't that was, hit two irons all day. That was funny too. Like like they were sick two irons. Everyone was but, like talking about the ball speed all day, and I'm like, I don't think he hit a fairway. Like he was in a, <laughs> yeah. he was spraying it. Yeah, Min was so like that's hot Min was on the Min was on the rise though. No, he's good. He's gonna be good. Yeah, he just needs yeah, to learn how to hit a driver. Sack up Minwoo. Can we talk about the three punch out shots Minwoo took on like eleven or twelve, whatever the par five was? Yes. I mean that was when he hit a driver and that thing was <laughs> that thing was so left. <laughs> but yeah, I mean three punch out shots, you never see that on the PGA tour. Right. That was that was exciting to watch, to be honest. <laughs> I mean it's it's fun to see bad golf sometimes on the PGA tour. I mean, I love watching the US Open to see the guys struggle out of the rough. Yeah. And just seeing uh I mean, yeah, well like Honestly, That's what Kyle the silver loves <laughs> hitting yeah. hit, the farther. Actually, the farther you hit it, like off the fairway at Sawgrass, actually benefited you more because you were in the pine straw. Pine but straw, yeah, I mean Minwoo was so in the pine straw that he's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get out there eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's literally Kyle's like favorite type of thing. He must do like that. That's why I like Spieth. That I mean, yeah. Speed does trip He's in relatable. and get out easy. <laughs> Speed is weirdly the most. Speed relatable. is shot from the range in the British Open. Relatable. Yeah. For <laughs> that sure. is true. For sure. That is true. That was a great. That was a good tournament. This has been a, a good really tournament. good year of winners, right? I mean, back to back yeah. to back. Even like the smaller events, like the AT&T Pro Am, which I don't know when that becomes such a small event. But yeah, I know. It's that Justin Rose won, right? Like he's on. True. He's on the comeback trail. Yeah, it has been a really nice year of winners. I feel like. Uh, there's kind of like a script to the PGA Tour this year, and uh, they're loving the script that's happening yeah. right now. I mean, it's yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, the script. The Kyle script. did say that Rory was going to win at the Players because uh, the PGA Tour needed it, but I think Scotty Scheffler winning at the Players is uh, equally as good for the PGA Tour and their product. Do you think Scotty Scheffler is. We had this debate before. Is Scotty Scheffler good for the game? Is good good to grow the game? Specifically for growing the game? Um. Yes and no. I mean, his good play is, like, desirable by anyone. So, like, everyone – I think that excites everyone when they see good play. But he's not, like, super – there's nothing about his game that's, like, stands out like crazy. I mean, yes, he did, like, chip in a lot. And, like, that's exciting. But, I mean, guys like to see, like, Bryson, like, drives on TV. And guys like to go to the range after they yeah. see Bryson and just try and hit it as far as they can. Um He's not the and most charismatic guy. Is yeah, I guess what I'm going like, for. He's kind of like just like I feel like he's like a to himself guy. He doesn't like he's not gonna he doesn't care about like the show or showing off or wowing anyone. He just wants to get the job done and go home and go back to grandma's house and right. get some home cooking. Yeah. He's boring. <laughs> See, I hate that. <laughs> I freaking hate that. Do you think Scott is good for the game, Nico? 
Uh, I mean, kind of the same thing. Like, he's good. But, like, our kid's going to be like. He's boring. Yeah, our kid's going to see. Let's say Scotty goes on this incredible run. Right. And dominates, like, Tiger. I don't think it. No. What what does that do for yeah. that, what does that do for golf? It's better if Rory does that. It's better if Rory does just because more people like him and he's flashy and like people look at Scotty and they swag. go, "Oh, that's your athlete." Yeah, you know this. He kind of just golf. like a, like a dad playing golf out there. Exactly. So I exactly. don't think that part will grow the game, but I mean, yeah, if you're playing that good, then people are going to going to respect it. So. Sure, sure. Uh, I forget who said this. I heard this a little while back, but. They were talking about like watching Tiger and other great athletes uh, that are considered goats like do their thing, like LeBron and Tom Brady and stuff like that. And when you watch them play, like they make it look so fun and exciting. Like Ty- when Tiger fist pumps like to make a putt on, you know, in twenty uh, shit, what was it? Twenty twenty twelve, two thousand eight U.S. Open at Torrey, mm-hmm. when he fist pumps that uh, that putt on eighteen, like ha- double fist pump? every every yeah. kid was fist pumping in their room that night. Yeah. I can guarantee you. And after the players, or even like after Scotty wins the Masters last year, it was just like there was no like massive fist pump or like super like cool like uh, I don't. I mean, he Tiger four, Tiger has his he four putted the last hole. <laughs> like I mean, Tiger would never do that. Was that? He did win by three, right? Oh yeah, no, he could have he could have five putted. Sure, just don't five putt though. <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you have to but yeah i mean like seeing like lebron dunk a ball like that that gets everyone excited exactly. seeing tiger fist pump that gets everyone excited and then seeing tom brady throw a touchdown gets everyone excited yeah. i mean yeah seeing scotty scheffler make a putt to win a tournament is just like oh well right. that's just another week because exactly. it's almost like at this point people expect it to happen but even when people were expecting tiger to win it was still like everyone had you do to watch it's a flair he's a charismatic guy he's an attractive guy it's the whole like guys want to be him and girls want to do him <laughs> do you want to be Scotty Scheffler? Uh, I mean, yeah. Who wouldn't want his golf I mean, game? Okay, you, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> if, yeah. And probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to to your point, though, who would you want to be on the PGA Tour? Ooh. Rory. I'd rather be Rory. I'd rather be John Rahm. Whoa. I'd way rather be John Rahm. Or I'd way rather... John Rahm, really? I mean, why? I'd, I'd way rather... Okay, I'll say it like this. I'd way rather be like, guys, I know who I know John Rahm personally. Then be like, yeah. I know Scotty Scheffler personally. Hmm, interesting. I feel like John Rahm's a dick. Like Scotty's a nice guy. That that's true. That's true. I mean, I mean John Rahm definitely looks like he might be a dick, but I've heard he's not. And yeah. I think it's just because he's like you know. Does, does fiery John Rahm have more cares, I can relate. You know, we're fiery. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're close. We're Nico's neighbors. nickname is Chillin. Cause he's so chill. All right, so we're feisty. <laughs> we're feisty at heart. All right, so back to the conversation. Would if you had to be okay? So then there's Scotty. There's John Rom. If you had to say one person can grow the game more with absolute dominance, who would it be? Is there a bigger following from Spain than there is the USA on in golf? Okay, so it's okay. That's a good question. That is a good question. That's a good question. Mm, definitely not. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely not. No, but probably Scotty. Yeah, based on that. Think so? Okay. I I feel like John Rom can motivate more kids from Spain than Scotty can motivate kids from the United States. For sure. I think John Rom can motivate more kids. Period. I mean, like, yeah, or worldwide. Like I could see people being like, "I need a paradigm driver," because <laughs> of John Rom. Right. I mean, like, I, you could say the same thing about Rory and I mean, even Scotty. I don't know about Scotty. I don't know about Taylor May's drivers right now, though. Leading the field in driving distance. Yeah. And, and then, like, 
he wasn't far off from accuracy too. He hit a ton of fairways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think kids. I don't think kids one look at that the stats and I two they just see the eye test and they're like, I I, I don't want to be that. He's a dad. Yeah. Does it? I mean, does it look like Scotty Scheffler's having a ton of fun like Tiger did when he was winning all his? No, tournaments? for sure. Yeah, or, I mean that's. Yeah. I mean that's almost like that's like the game in itself right now is kind of like there's no guy that like makes it look like when they win like oh my god like I want to be him right like even like Rory is a little bit more exciting when he wins because I think like just the tour wants him to win so bad that they're gonna make it look as cool as possible oh how about like I think it was like round one or something when there was or round two whenever there was a weather delay they went immediately to showing Rory's uh, players Rory's win yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah of course <laughs> which I thought was just hilarious of course they did <laughs> what about Rory's statements. What did he say? Well, yeah, Rory Stevens, where he was like, "This driver just doesn't pass the test." Yeah. Or the the old driver, you know, just doesn't pass the something test. Something about the what the old one was too thin. Yeah. So that was getting too thin. From, exactly. From so that it. it doesn't pass the COR test yeah. anymore. And he doesn't like the new one. And he doesn't like the new one. He's like, yeah. I wish I didn't have to use it, but the old one just I've doesn't pass the test. I've been an anti-stealth guy since since the first stealth. No one cares about you, Nico. We're talking about Rory so, McIlroy. So I just want to point out that me and Rory are pretty similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rory, do you also have, love Rory and he's got I just swag. You Rory, by the way. Yeah, Nico, thank do you. Do you, do you have to? Do you want to talk through some things? Like, are you having an identity crisis? Like, you, you feel like you need validation. Rory. We're talking about people we love, and you I just love need Rory. public validation right now. Anyway. <laughs> no, I just want to be like Rory. All right. I don't want to be like Scotty. Moving on. Basically, I'm just tired of Rory complaining. But at the same time, same. I think Rory grows the game more than anyone. How about Rory saying live golf was good? Basically. He did say that, right? Yeah. I saw that quote. Rory has is pretty candid here and there. But what what else are they supposed to say at this point? I, I oh, really, that's true since they're copying them kind of. Exactly. I yeah. do think. He does kind of have to say that. He kind of has. And I do think. And it's true. Yeah, and I do think so, like I th- I think there's a script that these guys have to follow. Like I would not be surprised if Rory and Tiger are being paid by the PGA Tour. Oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, I mean 100%. I think that's what the PIPs for is just for their bonus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Rory and Tiger are going to go 1 2 every year. Right. I mean, it's just until Tiger like dies, right. he's going to be number 1. <laughs> yeah. And so then like they have like this script that they just have to follow, and I think that's the script. But I mean I feel like the the new league that the tour is going for, I mean, I think it's going to cause a lot of separation just kind of how the lift it because now you have two tours inside one tour. And it's, you know, kind of like, do the guys that don't make it to the, like, elevated events, like, how do they feel about those guys? Like, you know, at one point, those, like, the, those, like, the guys that were looking out for the tour trying to, like, make the tour better, keep the tour together – now they're moving on onto their own tour where they're getting paid more than the guys that aren't getting as paid as much in the non-elevated events. Right. It's like, you know, whereas this was supposed to be like a tour for everyone and now it's just a tour for the best guys in the world, kind of how the live did it. For sure, for sure. So that was my concern too. And I, I think James Hahn had mentioned that, like he was kind of pissed about that. Yeah. But like now you're getting fields for like, you're basically getting Puerto Rico Opens like every other week now. Yeah, so like guys the, can win. Like, none of the big guys are playing the non-elevated events. Anymore. Yeah, so I feel like guys like, who are like not as horrible. good can win. Honda like, like more than than those guys in the elevated. If they were in the elevated event, for sure. I mean, everyone used to play the Honda. Now no one plays the Honda. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> so I think in that regard, like it's good that they're gonna have like elevated events and then also not so elevated events. So like those guys can win, like James Hahn. Yeah, but I don't know if that's. 
a good yeah. motor. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know if that's a good good player. It's not, just get, the bridge is just gonna get wider and wider yeah, and that's, wider that's the over problem. the next twenty years. Yeah, because who's gonna watch the non-elevated exactly? Events? Which I think that's is true. I kind of their. <laughs> I think that's kind of their their gamble is like, let's give this an an opportunity. This is like the G League, right. which the Corn Ferry Tour is supposed to be. But they're like they kind of have a second like a secondary G League almost, and then like we'll have these main twenty four events, kind of like the eighteen week schedule of the NFL, and these are the ones that will attract new people. Yeah, I mean it's almost turning into like how all other sports are, like yeah. baseball. You have single A, double A, triple A. Yeah, exactly. You know, now golf, you have PGA Tour Canada. Yeah, you know, Corn Ferry Tour non elevated events, right. <laughs> PGA Tour elevated events. So hot take, I have I've had some time to sit on it i actually think the elevated events for the overall scope of golf are actually is actually gonna be really good because i just think it's gonna bring all the best players together and everyone's gonna have way more interest in watching yeah. I, I think the dogs agree with me yeah no i yeah. mean i agree yeah so i actually think in the long run as 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 much of a sour taste as it may leave in some golfers you one you'll, you could should still be able to make a living and if there's yeah. 64 players and there's 125 spots to keep your card, there's another extra 66 players that are going to be able to keep their card. If I did the math right there, I did it. That, <laughs> that sounds 61. right. <laughs> <laughs> 61. Then, you know, then you, it's like the next 61 from that next list should be able to keep their card. Yeah. And it almost brings like a, a lot of attention into these other events. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so, think about going to the elevated events too as a fan. Exactly. Like, that's going to be so sick. To and watch. it's almost like they're punting on the rest of them. Yeah. And being like, this is your guys' chance to still make a lot of money. You can still for have sure. 61 spots for. I, I think, actually think it'll be good for I think it'll be public. really good, especially if they keep like adding more money to those lower events. Like Corn Ferry should be making more money. I know they added some, but like yeah. they should add more money to the lower events, which I don't know if they'll do that, but. Yeah. I feel like Corn Ferry is making a lot of money nowadays. They are One, making a lot 160, of money. Is it 160 for first? Yeah. 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 So they're making a lot of money, but the problem is still, the biggest problem is still the expenses aren't paid. Yeah, for That's a Corn Ferry money. guy. Even yeah. as a AAA baseball player, you still get peanut butter jelly sandwiches and a travel bus. Yeah, that that is the thing. Yeah, you get your travel. Like, well, can the tour get big enough to where they pay for their guys' travel? I think they're already big yeah. enough. <laughs> I just think they just, they're, it's the status quo and they don't want right. to, you know, mess with it. As long as you qualify for one of those tours, let's at least give you this option. And if you want to upgrade, you pay extra or whatever. All right. Let's move on to the Vals- Valspar Championship. Ooh. I can't even say it. Vals- Valspar. Elevated event. It is not an elevated <laughs> event. Speed's playing, so it's elevated. Remember when this, this tournament was like nothing and the Tiger played it one year? Yeah. It was like, where and did I, I watched come? every and he played shot. great. <laughs> he played pretty well. Oh, yeah. And he hit... Do you remember on back. remember on eighteen? It's like four sixty uphill. He hit like three iron, four iron every round. Yeah, he was bombing it. He hit three one. iron and then like five iron so for a second hard. shot. <laughs> this and course I'm is like, tight, right? Yeah, this course is super hard. tight. But he's yeah, hit this runner hard. up the hill with this three iron, which I, I, to this day I'm like, why didn't you just hit three wood? <laughs> it is narrow though. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and he had that back pin up onto the slope because he finished like second that year. Yeah, he, he was had close. a birdie. And he hit three iron, five iron. I was like, Tiger, this is the back pin. All right, so. It's not an elevated event. <laughs> no one cares about this event. <laughs> We're forced to care about this event. Do you care about this event? Uh, no. Yeah. All right. What's, what's your bad bet of the week? The bad bet? So, like, don't bet it? Or the one the that... The one that's the... Make the most money. Right. Actually, risky. sorry. The risky bet. We'll, we'll edit that. 
What's your safe bet of the week? Safe bet will be Spieth top five. What are the odds on that? I think it was plus 800, if I remember correctly. Plus eight, 800? I That's your safe bet of the week? It might have been. I mean, the odds, I could be way wrong. but Safe bet top five. <laughs> safe yep. bet top five? Yep. Kyle's spirit lives on. <laughs> All right, Austin, In honor your, of Kyle. What's your, what's no, your Spieth's going to win, so that's why I say safe bet. Why is Spieth going to win? He shouldn't he's even trending. have made the cut last week. He's trending, though. He loves the Valspar. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does play well in the Valspar. He does play well. but I'm actually going to come in with an actual safe bet because plus 800 is not safe by any means. But um, I'm going to go Justin Rose top 40. I think it was minus 125. Uh, just lock it in right now. I have Joel Damon top 40 at plus 130. That's a solid bet, too. My wife's favorite golfer, Joel Damon. Yeah. <laughs> why is, she, why is it your favorite golfer? Safe bet. A little too safe, if you ask me. But. It's her safe golfer because she watched Full Swing and thought he was hilarious. So Why? Because he hates himself? Uh, no, just because, uh, just because. Well, yeah, she liked the White Claws during the U.S. Open qualifier. <laughs> uh, she just also liked that he was like just carefree and was very straightforward. Like yeah. a lot of... A lot of tour players are kind of like standoffish in a sense, right. and he seemed like warm and welcoming. Yeah, I yeah. think that's why. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because you have to listen to like Brooks and Colin before, like, yeah. you get to Joel, and you're like, well, these guys just only care about themselves, and then you get to Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joel is just like a normal guy. Yeah, it is interesting how, like, in pro sports, there's a lot of dick swinging. Just oh, yeah. like, yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, what's your bad bet of the week? Is your bad bet of the week Jordan Spieth is going to win? <laughs> so this is the risky one, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm going David Lingmurth, <laughs> top 10. David Lingmurth, top 10. <laughs> he played well at the players. He didn't play well last week. That might be safer than the Jordan Spieth, re- if you ask me. <laughs> I, re- I, remember I forgot the odds, but it was like, it was high. <laughs> David Lingmurth. I remember seeing a post. I love Ling Ling. <laughs> David Lingmurth. I remember seeing a post where... He was like playing in a Monday qualifier. I was like, oh, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. And that was like, I saw that year. too. Yeah. I think he might have been US Open. And there was, was like, like seven guys in a playoff yeah. for like one spot. He's back, baby. He's back. He's suffered injury for a while. Yeah. David Lingworth. I don't he even know. He was hot. He was hot. What did he do well? I mean, <laughs> wait, last week or in general? Just in general. I think he stiffs the irons. <laughs> yeah, he hits a good. He hits a straight. Hits it short and straight. And then like, okay. wedges are good. Kind of close. Hits it low. So I think that would yeah, be good at Valspar. Low. Yeah. So that putting <laughs> putting absolute blows, but <laughs> I think he's putting okay right now. The Valspar's is a is a very narrow golf course. It is narrow. That's why I think David Lingmurth. Why does bet. Jordan play well there? That's a good point. You know, I think Jordan needs to see shapes. Good point. And I think that course is like yeah. that has some C shapes. True. Yeah, I don't think he has like a good stock. I don't think he has a good stock shot like that he can go to. It's just with driver. Hey, I gotta whip this thing thirty yards. Right, right. I, I got that. <laughs> or don't hook it on this one yeah, yeah, and yeah. don't block it on this one. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. Can you guys move the mic if you guys need to talk? Okay. Okay. Uh, my not so safe bet of the week, even though I think it's very safe. Um. Fitzy, Fitzmagic to win plus 1400. Um, I just think he has it. I mean, U.S. Open champion hasn't, I feel like I haven't seen his name at the top of the leaderboard in a while. And he's just, if he, a man's ever been due, um, That's he's, what I've he's been, due. That's and not I, how golf works. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to use, dude, I'm going to, you know, it's like a team loses three in a row. They're due to win. I mean, he's like, you know, hasn't played well, like a lot of times in a row he's due. <laughs> 
Yeah. How did he play going into the U.S. Open? Did was he playing well going into the U.S. Open? Yeah. Okay, well, you know, he's going to turn it back around this week. Was he playing well going into the U.S. Open? He was, yeah. How do you know these things? I just remember. I mean, he played well in the European events. Oh, okay. I remember that leading up to those. Right, right, right. He also won at Brookline before, so maybe that had to do something with it. Right. Okay, let's see. He was yeah, due to win. He was due that week. Century Tournament Champions, seventh. Hero, 13th. Both oh, yeah. of which are limited events. 13th in like a 16-player field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, miscut. Ooh. Waste Management, 29th. Genesis, miscut. Ooh. Arnold Palmer, 14th. Ooh. Players, miscut. So he's yeah, due. So he's due. He's due. Yeah. <laughs> My bad bet of the week is a parlay. Today, Whoa. Today is Tuesday. This guy's wild. <laughs> today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I, I can't even say the date. What is it? Today the, <laughs> is it the 13th? Are you going to throw in some CBB right here? College oh. basketball? No. No. Okay. CBB. <laughs> uh, Women's basketball? I am going with tomorrow, the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, his team. Host the Golden State Warriors. Biased. The Clippers are two and a half point favorites. Favorites? Are they at home at least? They're at home. Okay, yeah. Golden so the State's Warriors up. are like one of the worst. Road one teams. of the worst teams on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going Clippers. They're favored. They're favored, and so, they're, well, Golden State's just so bad on the road, and Kawhi's been playing great. Ty Lue has been trying to put in Russ, and he's given up on the Russ project. <laughs> Yeah, Thank so have I. He's on my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Russ, man. So I've given. He's given up on he the Russ train. If he plays, if he plays man Terrence Mann more than like ten minutes, they'll win by like thirty. What about John Wall? John Wall got traded. Oh, he got traded. Oh, he's back I'm, to the I'm Rockets. Behind on the, oh, he's back to the Rockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. John Wall is like the highest paid NBA player or third highest NBA pl- yeah. NBA player. Yeah, which is crazy. And then um, that's crazy. Steph's been playing well though. Steph has been playing well. Clay though Clay last night. Went off we, I mean, Clay's on my fantasy sense. team too. Talk about a guy I want to talk about. We, he, can, we don't want to talk he about. He started Russ. coming back. He's uh, he's on a comeback trail. He is on he a comeback trail. Yeah, had, really I think well. he scored 30, 31 or no, he scored thirty three in the first half. Yeah, thirty three in the first. Did half. Did you see that three he made to end the half? Yes. I mean, ridiculous. That's just old rainbow Clay. three. Yeah, old Clay. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a bold bet, Ben. I think they're terrible on the road, Nico. They are terrible right. on the road. So, anyways, that being said, they'll probably win by twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what's gonna happen. I probably that with Jordan Speed top ten, your guy. Let's go. At plus one sixty-five, and that is plus four or five. That's a two a two pick parlay. So my parlay could be over before the tournament even starts. <laughs> that's a tough bet. <laughs> it probably will be. By the way, speaking of basketball, the Lakers. There is a road. I I always. I always hate on Nico because yeah. he just wanted to trade for Kyrie. I'm like, please don't trade for Kyrie. You got to admit, the Kyrie's it's, it's looking bad. It is looking bad. Glad they didn't trade for Kyrie. Yeah, he would've, they would have given him yeah. two picks. They gave up a pick for whatever they got, basically for Vanderbilt. Actually, D'Lo's been playing pretty well. D'Lo's been playing nice. But, it, I mean, they were good trades, but I know you're going to say they don't have any draft picks. and yeah, right. They They're screwed for 10 years. Yeah, pretty much. Can we uh, swing around to the new ball rule? Oh, yeah. I think we need to mix this in. So That's true. Uh, that happened today. That yeah, happened today. Yeah. yeah the floor. Do uh, who does this affect? Does it affect the longest hitters or does it affect the shortest hitters? Well, can the you most? explain the ball rule real quick? 
I mean, I, don't, I haven't read too much into it, but from my understanding, it seems like it, it can affect players by up to 20 yards, 20 yards less. Um, and yeah, just my concern about that is, or also, if I can add something into this, is that um, they're not changing the amateur ball. They're only changing the professional golf ball, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's hard to say because like, you have sports like basketball where the, ball's, the ball and the hoop's the same size, you know, through and through. It doesn't matter who's playing. But... Like you, you leave the womb and you can shoot a free throw. You leave the womb and you cannot swing a golf club. Right. So, is golf that much harder than other sports that they need to change it for professionals? I think is the question that needs to be asked. And then another question that needs to be asked is who's this going to affect the most? Is it going to affect the shortest hitters or is it going to affect the longest hitters? Like, is this? Is it like, oh, if I hit it 330, my ball gets reduced by 20, and if I only can hit it 285, my ball gets reduced by five? I mean, I think there's a lot of unanswered questions, and will this actually happen? Yeah, so I think people I, – I put it on my Instagram. A lot of people are responding with that it's actually going to affect the long hitters more, which to me sounds like they would have to dial back the compression on the ball through the cover. So which would mean that they could work it more and it would spin more. That part I like. Which would probably also affect the high high speed players, like, right? Because they would gonna be more offline. More offline, more balloon. I like that. There was like a, a long time ago, I'm not sure what year this was, the sixties, seventies, or eighties, but they used to play with eighty, ninety, a hundred and one ten compression golf balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like on cold days they would use eighty compression because they couldn't compress it as much, and on hot days they would use higher compression. Right. Um I almost feel like the game's almost going back to that in a sense. Like, That's what it sounds like. They're dialing ball back the ball to like old. Like old, yeah, balls. old compression, yeah. like how it used to be back in the day. And I don't, if that's the case, scores are still going to be low. Good players are still going to play well. And it, I don't think it really affects too much at all, honestly. Yeah, and what, what's the point? What is it so that they could stop lengthening golf courses? I think, yeah, it probably, it's, probably saves everyone money in the end. Yeah. I mean, because the people that are suffering the most from the, ball just getting farther and farther as golf courses right. i mean they have to pay for more land and expand the tee boxes and stuff like that and that's sure. the players aren't paying that it's yeah. the the golf courses and the golf management right i have weirdly i mean this is just very initial take is that the golf courses are so firm now i it sounds like every week is going to be a wet golf course that's what it feels like to me and they go low yeah if it's if the ball can't run i mean it's kind of like I was having this conversation the other day. Like we were talking about the players, and you know, guys are having two forty and hitting six iron, but they're only trying to land at two hundred five. Right. I mean, I think that's a like people don't realize that when someone's hitting a six iron two forty, they're like, oh my god, he hit six iron two forty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's just flying it like average six iron. Which right. don't, don't get me wrong, six iron two hundred five is still a long six iron. Right. But it's like there's so much to golf in regards of like where you're landing it and how the course is playing to how distance equates. I think a lot of guys get stuck up in just like the number and like, Oh, sure. He hit that seven iron, you know, two thirty five. but it's like, yeah, it rolled out 30 yards on the green or yeah. rolled out 40 yards on the downhill, green. Downhill, downhill, right? <laughs> yeah. But also if, if it rained at the players and the balls weren't running, would the scores be lower or higher? That's I don't know actually because I mean, the ball they would in the fairways they would probably hit more fairways. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's, and they could let. I, I think it would be at, at the players. I think it would be lower. I other mean, courses, it did it did rain overnight in one of the nights. Yeah, so other courses were, I think it'd be higher though if they were softer. 
I think in general it's lower. Yeah. Oh, not even not even close. I mean, it's yeah. not even close. It's generally. I mean, low. you can yeah. have soft fairways and the ball doesn't go an extra thirty yards, but if they can stop a six iron on a yeah. dime on the green, I mean, they're gonna. I mean, they're yeah. gonna shoot ten under. Every Nico, day. that was supposed to be a layup. <laughs> You're a golfer. You're trying to pursue the professional game. But yes, it's their scores are always lower when it rains, partially because of lift clean place. But anyway, so that's what I'm seeing. I'm just I just think they're all gonna figure it out. I don't really know what it does. It sounds like enough tour guys are against it. I don't think it's going to happen. Do you feel like it's going to happen? Nico Mendoza, do you feel like it's going to happen? I do. I do think it's going to happen. You think it's going to happen? I do. Austin Amaya. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean. Austin Amaya, is it going to happen? Uh, you're going to put me in this one word fucking thing that I need to answer. And I don't want to just say one word. But uh, I'm going to say no. I don't think they can change the game for the amateur and the professional. I just don't think that's going to bode well over time. I think it just needs to be just like any other sport. Yeah. Baseball or oh, actually this kind of makes a point about baseball because now they lowered the, the you know, there's no more juice balls in baseball. That that is true. Um but is everyone playing with no juice balls? Like are literally kids playing with like no juice balls? I have like no I mean idea. I mean that's who knows? I mean point. I'm that's I, re- I really don't know that question. Yeah. But um it seems like some sports are adapting it. I mean, like baseball, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I no, I don't think it'll happen. But if it does have to happen, a lot of things have to change, and I don't know who hasn't who cares enough to make it change that much. And the the I mean, golf's in a good spot. I mean, They're if you have really, to keep the length- timing is it couldn't be worse. If you have to keep lengthening golf courses, like at the end of the day, they keep doing it. I mean, yeah, it's not like. It's not like they're keeping the U.S. Open, you know, courses the same length. I mean, right. they're having 280 par threes now at the U.S. Open, uh, which they're probably only have to land at 240, so it's really not that long of a yeah, hole. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think too much has to change for it to take place. And I just think it separates the good players from the bad players too much, and I don't think that's a good look for the game of golf. For sure. Do you? Would you rather see – I was thinking about this. I'm like, would you rather personally see them g- keep the golf ball – but go back to the biggest head that you can have is a 400 cc or 380. cc. I would fucking love that. I, would I, love I hate that. a 460 head. I, I think mean, tour guys would love that there's too. There's nothing uglier than a 460 yeah. cc driver. I think I mean, tour guys would it. love if there was like loft limitations. If there was club head size limitations, I think they would actually enjoy that. Yeah, no, that like be a sick. smaller head that you that'd can work cool. a little. That would be cool. Again, I think that only benefits the good player though, or it only applies to the good player. Yeah, isn't this supposed to bring out more skill and less just raw power, though? And yeah, I but... I feel like there's no better way to do that. <laughs> no golf like. company is about showing off a golfer's skill. They just want to make more offset irons and more offset drivers. And, oh, 100%. I mean, every, every golf manufacturer is trying to get people to hit it farther by lowering the loft on the irons. Yeah. Like I still like... Almost once a week, once a month, I get a golfer. Oh, you know, I got these new irons. I'm hitting it so much farther. I'm like, are you are you really? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's your old seven iron? What's your new seven iron loft? Right. And like, you know, how come they didn't tell me that? I'm like, well, they want to, you know, they want to, they want to <laughs> yeah, sell you distance. You I mean, they don't care about, yeah, you know, what loft is on the club. It says seven iron and it goes 200, and your last seven iron went 170. Right. You know, the non-informed golfer is going to think oh i'm hitting my seven iron so much farther that's so much better but sure. then that there's also a point that like everyone i saw a poll that no one hits like no one can hit a five iron anymore and it's yeah they can't hit a five iron because it's now a three iron yeah and 
I mean, no one can hit a three iron in the first place, and I just put a five on it. Doesn't mean you can hit it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Would do you think tour guys would rather see that though? Smaller heads. I think so. I think they'd support that better than the ball. Way better than the ball. I think they'd support that more than the ball. Yeah. But I do like if they made the ball like curve more. Yeah. If if they made the ball curve more, I think that'd be cool. Or like able to curve more, like the like the older balls. Because then if you hit it like shit, yeah, then it's gonna go more offline. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta actually hit it better. Yeah. The ball. Yeah. The ball goes too straight. straight. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to cut. It's hard to draw. For sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it's interesting. We'll, we'll see where that goes. But uh, I I sure, I personally hope, what do you hope? I hope they don't change anything. I mean, yeah, I don't think they need to change anything. I, I mean, I think the spin thing, though, they should make a little more spin, a little more curve. I think they could do that, like, easily. Then you would have to change the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Which I, think, I, don't, think that'd be, I don't think that'd be hard to do. No. I mean, it would cost a lot, but... But it's still changing the golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger likes to spin his driver like 2,800. I mean, he hasn't tried Most to change Most of those anything. guys do. Yeah. Most of those guys hit little, like, balloon drivers, and then, like, all these social media, like, companies, they just fit him to a driver and be like, hey, can you hit this three times? Yeah, show me the 1,715 launch. Yeah, yeah, and then they never play... None of those guys play those drivers. But, yeah, you get it. You see a guy play at a tour event. Like, this week, you're going to see guys hitting it 70 apex, 80 apex off the TL yeah. week because... Oh, all day. And the Bermuda spin. rough at Valspar. I mean, if you hit in the Bermuda rough, like good luck. I mean, yeah, those guys zero spin control. it at like twenty six, twenty seven consistently. Yeah, yeah, like their balls almost look like they're ballooning. And even the TrackMan PGA Tour averages will put like twenty two or twenty one hundred. Yeah, but like you get them actually out on the golf. Yeah, on the range they can do that, but on yeah. the course they're trying to have it twenty five, twenty six, exactly. just so they can keep the ball in play. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like the thing you posted out about Bryson. Yeah, he's not swinging like Bryson no, of old no. anymore. I mean, after he yeah. played Mayakoba, I think he realized well. Yeah. Can't, can't be doing this anymore. He told me he wants to hit eight iron. I was like, how far do you hit eight iron? He's like, 210. <laughs> like, okay. So from nine iron, 195 down, you have four clubs. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. And then I was like, okay, so what's your ball speed right now? He's like, uh, probably about 195 to 200. He's like, on course, I want to get it to 210. <laughs> On course, 210. And I'm like, he's like, then I'll max out strokes gain. And I was like. Like, where is he playing? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> you know? I, he was, I was like, how far do you hit iron? Mile like, square park and I was like, might work out. Yeah. And I was like, wow, 210. He's like, yeah, it's not fair. I'm like, okay. He can he can tear up Costa Mesa. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A PGA Tour course, he will not no, tear up at exactly. 210. No one in the history of the game has ever tried to get it close to 210. So what? I mean, yeah, he says he's maximizing strokes gain, but. I exactly. think he's maximizing the amount of times he has to reach in his bag for another ball, too. <laughs> well, also, that's where he breaks strokes game. It's, like, almost inapplicable now because he's in a spot that no one else is in. He might be hitting the third shot from where people are, are laying – his second shot from where people are laying up. If he could just repeat uh, his U.S. Open driving, he can be unbeatable. But Yeah. Because that's when he was hitting, like, 360 and straight. Like, he hit the most fairways and was hitting it the farthest. Right. I mean, that's, like, that. Well, he missed the most fairways of all time <laughs> to win, but he did it on purpose. Was that at a Rocket Mortgage? No, no, no. At the U.S. Open. At the U.S. Open? But he did it on purpose. I thought he hit, like, a ton of fairways at that U.S. Open. No, no, no. He, hit, he missed the most fairways. But then he was, like, right pin, I'm going to throw it in, into the left rough. So the story was, like, he would, like, practice out of the rough he wouldn't practice out of the fairway because he's like i could just hit a wedge and i know it's going to come out and, and roll 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, you can only hit a wedge out of the rough. Yeah, there. yeah, literally. So <laughs> he literally was just like, I'm just going to blow it this direction. That direction. Yeah, like on, I think if I remember his shot like on 18 when he won, <laughs> like it was like a wedge yeah. out of the rough, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like. He did yeah, hit he it did. close, he yeah. The putt. Yeah. No, I mean, Bryson, I. It's, it's rough because like he was, when the whole Brooksy stuff was going down, he was probably <laughs> top five hated golfer out there, would you say? Top top two. Top Him two? and Patrick Reed. Him and Patrick Reed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else? Yeah, literally. And then people started loving him when he started doing the distance stuff. Won the US Open. And then the Ryder Cup happened where he drove that green, made that eagle putt on top of Sergio on the first hole. Then he was then he started a YouTube channel. And that was like Apex Bryson Love. And then now it's gotta be like the valley again right it's like, funny we talk about bryson every week yeah i think he cares i think he really cares and so i think that has yeah to no i mean him. he i think he cares a lot i mean he there's there's no one i've ever played with before that i feel like cares more about golf than that guy yeah i mean it's i thought he was cheating just by how smart he was yeah yeah like i mean yeah he like when i played with him he had he was a Ahead oh, of no, aim point. I, I meant I think he cares about his social image. Oh, social image? Uh, you think he cares about golf more? I think he cares about... Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Really? I don't think he cares about his social image that much. Really? Nico? Yeah, no, I think he definitely cares. He, he has a YouTube... Like, one guy... He wants everyone to love him, for sure. He was like, how do you go from a major champion to a YouTuber overnight? <laughs> no disrespect to the YouTubers. Yeah. They're actually doing really well. But, Bryson DeChambeau should be a professional athlete. Yeah. Spend a little more time uh, hitting a chip nine iron, <laughs> not <laughs> from, on YouTube. One seventy seven. Yeah, no, he definitely cares a lot about his image. Yeah, it's like annoying to me. It, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> ran its course. Is Ping gonna try and release a one set or a single length iron? <laughs> I doubt it. It's so that has to be so hard to sell. Who wants to play that? Yeah, th- I mean that <laughs> experiment died. Who wants Cobra. to play a seven iron? No one plays pitching wedge. Have you have you taught anyone who hasn't? No, I've never seen anyone. With I've seen a good amount of people. <laughs> really? <laughs> they can't get a five iron off the ground. Because <laughs> 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 think about it, it's a five iron that's strong, and it's shorter a shaft. Of a seven yeah. iron. First of all, it's really disorienting to look at. How many people have you seen or given a lesson to with this too? Uh, four people. Have wow, <laughs> that's high. Three of them. Are I like did not expect friends. that. <laughs> they oh, all played again. And and they couldn't even get it off the ground with a spinning range ball. Yeah, no, they could not <laughs> get off. It's not enough. It's too short. Not enough loft. Yeah, the single length irons. I I don't get that. It's one of the most disorienting things to look at because the five iron is like so short. I just couldn't even look at look at that in my bag. Yeah, and you just you. My wedge just, is the same height as my five iron. It feels flat. Cause and the, it's so short. The wedges have to be terrible. But that's the other thing. The wedges are so long. A sixty degree, seven iron length. How do you have touch around the greens with a seven iron length? No, shaft? exactly. I mean, I already don't have touch around. Surprisingly, the greens, Bryson right? does have some touch though. No, no, he's good. Like he's his good. short game's good. Yeah, and, and so his putting. But if you grab a pitching wedge or gap wedge that's the length of a seven iron, it feels light because you think it would be heavy. Like your brain starts to really screw with you. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, yeah, that sounds terrible. Those guys weren't good enough to really feel all that, but like, <laughs> it's just it was just weird. And then like, I had one guy who he played progressive set, and then from seven iron on, or six iron on, played the single length. Whoa. Yeah. So he's just that's like, interesting. He's like, I can't hit long irons. I'm that's actually well. that actually sounds kind of makes bad. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Could not get off the ground. 
Oh, just okay. could not get off. The, he's like, this is terrible. He went back to a normal set. <laughs> I can't believe you've met four people or given lessons to four, four people. Four people. That. Three of them. I've never friends. seen the set like live and in person. Oh, really? Yeah. Very, very strange. <laughs> yeah. But mostly because of like the tricks your brain plays on you because of like what you think. Right. No, that would be terrible. But when we. When I first saw Bryson's set when it was in high school, he had the tailor-made MC single length with the, the, the weight in the back. Oh, the plugs in the back. Yeah. yeah. The plugs in the back. He yeah, had those yeah. single length. Yeah. And I just, it, it freaked me out the first time I saw it. It I is mean, strange. How many times <laughs> have you played with Bryson? Just once. It was in CIF. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. CIF. Yeah, CIF. We played at Brookside. Yeah, because he went to. Oh, he uh, went to Fresno. He lived in Fresno. He lived in Fresno. Yeah, it was like uh, Sahith won that event. Or no, Bryson won and Sahith finished second. Wow. Yeah. Bryson That's shot stacked. 66. I think Sahith shot 67. That's stacked. Yeah. I had a cat lay in my class. <laughs> is that when you played with Kyle? Brookside? He says I played with him at Brookside. I didn't like never played. <laughs> Legendary story of Austin and I and Kyle Silva in high school playing together, and Austin has no recollection. <laughs> I do remember playing. Well, Bryson's more memorable than Kyle. I mean, the guy's on the PGA Tour. Although Kyle is memorable, he's one of my best. So friends. did Kyle? <laughs> did Kyle play with Bryson as well? No, I mean, actually, I, I should get the story a little straight. We played in a practice round together. With I played with Bryson in a practice round. Uh, just uh, him okay, and I. Okay. So, like, it was like we were – talking was at an all-time high. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was yeah. just talking to him all day. Yeah. And at the time, he was using Vector, which is like a branch off of Aimpoint. And Aimpoint eventually sued Vector for infri- or patent infringement rights. And that's why I thought he was cheating because he was like – he was telling, he was with like his high school coach or something. And like, they were just messing around on the putting green, like from green to green. He's like, hit the ball here at this speed. It's going to go in. And I was like, no, like there's no way. And like he, every single putt was red. Perfect. Interesting. And that was like, I didn't just, like know what aim point was. And this was 2012. I didn't know what aim point was. So it was probably 2013 or 2014. And that was like, and he was so ahead of the game at the time i feel like i mean every no one i mean now everyone does aim point or 50 percent of the pga tour yeah, does aim point. Guys do. yeah and this was in 2012 and he was doing vector which was a branch off of aim point and but he actually wasn't doing a lot of people know aim point from the aim point express read he was doing uh the booklet read which is like um you have like a diagram booklet of breaks at certain speed and certain you you go off the fall line of the putt and you you establish the angle off the fall line and then that'll tell you and the then you uh, go from there like, it's like yeah you go from there and then I'll tell you the break of the putt yeah. based on distance and stimp. You didn't pick that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at the putt and hitting it. <laughs> That's too much for me. <laughs> All right, so you our, have the drink putter back then. Right. <laughs> All right, so oh. we have we right? have. Uh, Adele. Adele, he had the Adele brick. Adele. He had the brick. Oh, the brick. That's right. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. All right. We have two. We have two categories. We have two categories on this show. What would you do with? Oh yes. And the CU Kim Award. The worst celebration is that it? Yep. The no, worst fist right. bump of the week. Oh, I didn't see any fist bumps. I mean, we can just say Scotty. Scotty, yeah, Scotty. he always has a bad one. I was gonna go with Minwoo. Oh, Minwoo. On seventeen. When he <laughs> yeah, waved his right. arms and he was okay. Yeah, that's a safe bet. All right, we'll get we'll go. That's with, a safe bet. I'll actually say if Minwoo would have won, it would have done more for the game because he's way more exciting to watch. That's what I'm saying. I mean, going back to just the excitement to watch and like, I think Minwoo can be the next Tiger. I mean, that guy is like he has like he walks with yeah. swag. Yep. Like Tiger always walked with swag. Scotty just walks. He's out there in a frick at the freaking park. <laughs> Minwoo needs to gain about forty pounds of muscle, and then we'll talk. 
Who? I mean, <laughs> Minwoo. Who, Minwoo? Yeah. That would be sick. That would be sick. So he would dumb. be like Tiger in my He'd eyes. be wearing those crew necks and they would just yeah. be like popping. I don't out. know about that stash, though. When he pulled out the crew neck on Sunday, I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It he definitely like, needs yeah. to. The turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to be jacked for that shirt. Yeah, for sure. That shirt was not Tiger, looking good. Tiger does it. It's like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> that was not looking good. Yeah. And that stash. Yeah, he's got should a be a baby. bad stash award like every week, to too. Stash. The Minwoo. The Minwoo. <laughs> the bad stash. The bad facial hair of the week. All right, that's our third category. Yeah, I like Min- that. The Minwoo Kim Minwoo. Award. Minwoo Lee Award. Minwoo is champion this week. week. <laughs> All right, what would you guys do with the winningest check ever, which is very live comparable, $4.5 million? Above live. Above live? Yeah, lives four. Yeah, that's true. If you had $4 million. Uh, $4.5 million. I can't say what I said last time, which was buy a house. So this time, it has to be like an investment of some sort. Four point five million. Doesn't have to be. Investment. It could be the worst thing you could buy. <laughs> um, God. Uh, yeah, get get freaky with it. Come on. I got. I got to pass the mic for a second. I got to pass. Yeah, the, I got to think about it. Yeah, okay. Think. So last time I did say I'd buy your ransom, Josh. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, I, I did. Thank You're you welcome. That. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Four four point five million. I would do it again. No, that's <laughs> not a good answer. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, dang, four point five is a lot. You know what? I would. Um, I'd buy. Uh, I don't know if you can do this, but I would buy an In and Out. Just just one In and Out. I I think you could buy a couple with four point five million. Yeah, but you know it's a safe investment. That's what I was saying last week. I was like, the rest put, I would just blow it. I'd put a Chipotle <laughs> in Hawaii because they don't have a Mexico college. They trips. really don't have it. Yeah, that's dude, smart. That would do crazy. What about an In-N-Out in Hawaii? That's what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Now we're on to something. No, exactly. I would buy. Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably get a good deal right now. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Uh, okay, what would I do with four point five million? Uh, I'd buy a yacht and build a hitting bay so I can just teach on my yacht. Wow! How much would you charge for a lesson? Um, <laughs> I mean, you can charge anything. No, uh, literally, you're like you get on my yacht and you give a lesson. Um, well, it depends. Where's the yacht parked? That's up to you. Man. <laughs> uh, I'd probably just charge two fifty. For a lesson yeah. on a yacht? Yeah, lesson on a yacht. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, you go from winning the players to I teaching. Would say five thousand dollars, I would charge for a lesson on a yacht. Five thousand. Five thousand. If you want to be taken out to sea, five thousand. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Parked I mean, in the port is only like two fifty. DJ Khaled would definitely take a lesson. Who would? DJ oh, Khaled. Yeah, no oh, yeah. <laughs> you could get so many people just from saying, like, just from advertising that you teach on a yacht. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good investment right that there. Is, that's that's was, actually that a was a good one. Oh, oh, Nico Mendoza just kicked the hell out of his phone. All right. I, I, think, I think we're all starting. We're getting a little so loose. We're getting a little wild. This was the Bad Bounce Podcast. Thank you so much to co-hosts Nico Mendoza and Austin Amaya. Are you guys going to be regulars now? I think so. Yeah. I like how we said we're going to go half an hour. We went an hour. (laughs) Yeah. I'm being sworn in as regular. All right. Well, until next time, thank you guys.